0: Welcome to the Built to Change podcast, uh, awesome discussion with my partner in crime over here, Mario Hines. Um, again, Built to Change, discussion about cultural change in society with innovators and leaders representing all industries, including business, sports, entertainment, medicine, and technology. What does it take to be the change you want to see? And not only that, it, it, we, we love motivation. We're about motivation and in, in where it's taken us in our lives. But we also want to hear about the deep, dark spots people have hit on their journey to success or if they're going through that journey right now or if they're about to embark on that journey. So Mario Hines, myself, Justin Cisante, uh talking about our journey last time. And uh, th- that's a novel. So we were giving cliff notes on a lot of step by step process and uh, want to pick up uh, where we left off. Right, Mario? Yeah, we want to pick up where we left off
1: and um, just do a brief recap. Very brief is how Justin and I linked up, and what the difference was between me and, and the reason why I was motivated and encouraged in in a, in a dark time of my life to see Justin and want to 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 do the work that's necessary to connect with somebody and build a network, and then what what now is a friendship, and uh, likewise with Justin, um, what he saw in me and how um we're getting to this point in the, in the, of the whole podcast, and now we're we're talking about the, the one of our guests
0: that's going to come on the show. Who we got, Jay? Herman Moore, uh, who was a b- big inspiration for me. And, and, and part of our podcast last time in, in our episode was um, relationship building mm. and how important that is. And even if you don't vibe with somebody or, or you're not from the same cut of cloth, but not burning bridges and, and, and taking value into, part, into relationships. And it's always interesting, whether it's marriage or, or it's friendships, um, how people... The universe aligns people to meet and and that everybody comes in your life um sometimes for a good reason uh sometimes it's it's a bad experience but it's an experience you can take for the good Mm -hmm. and um you know it's crazy i'm i'm a i'm a kid from a single mother household on the west side of detroit um you know grew up uh you know between an, an arab community and a black community neighborhood and, and to, you know, end up marrying a Turkish girl, you know, that was born in Saudi Arabia, <laughs> raised in Turkey, right? So, yeah. so to to link those, and to, and then I have a child, and then to see what good things happen, and, and and we birthed our our business, you know, in the same way. Like Mario, you tell him a little bit. You're from E Course, but you're you're a little younger than me, right? Just a little <laughs> <Yeah>. bit. <laughs> but um, where coming up where
1: where I came from, talked about a little bit last episode, um. Like eCourse, there's the, you can f- uh, count on one hand um, the positive things that come out of eCourse or the positive expectations um, out of one hand. Um, so Justin, Justin and I do a lot of work together. Um, we, we, I've been out in Boston from 2013 to, to June, last June. Um, it's 2019. And um, we had some guys from Boston out uh, running one of our businesses um, this weekend, and I got to show them my high school. And they've met me after all the things, after the the professional training camps, the NFL training camps, the AFL, then uh, successful uh, German football league career. And so they see
0: me as this person, successful as they, they made an action figure of Mario over in Germany. <laughs> but let me, I just wanted to chime in because <laughs> he's a very humble dude. Let, let me brag it. they had an action figure. It was a
1: good time. Idea. It was a good time. Um, and so he goes and he sees this this uh, this stadium that holds maybe, uh, being being very, very generous, maybe 300 people. Um, and this is when they added the stands. They added these uh, uh, visitor stands after I graduated. They added the lights after I graduated. So just to see uh, something like that, where, where I come from, where we can't use the field right now, we have to use the baseball field because we only have one field and they're uh, redoing the grass. So um, those the humble beginnings of of – Having no actual, you know, motivational speech to run from or no, no actual, um, uh, almost like a, a, start, a chase in, in your own backyard and creating those, those relationships and those networks and that alignment, um, through purely knowing what the dark does. Um, and that's kind of, uh, how Justin and I relate. And that's where our podcast is going because that's how we all really can relate, um, is feeling those, the darkest moments and how you rise up out of those. And, and, and the biggest point is, is relationships. I think um, the biggest thing when I came home for the first time uh, after uh, my, my NFL stint, uh, i would call that my cup of coffee, uh, just two training camps. Um, the relationship I had with, with my trainer, um, John Vickers developed the relationship, helped develop the relationship that I have with Justin. And that relationship with Justin um, helped, grow in boston to the relationship i have with the two colleagues that came out and their relationships uh just grew and i have a quote uh, i love it and jay i didn't get to tell you this but um brendan said um that only only the work we do would have a guy like me and vassar and lou and justin together and a night in detroit
0: no doubt about it they they so we got these young guys. Mario's now coming back home. We're going to be working more face to face, flying back and forth from Boston. We opened up Philly. This is just for one of our ventures, obviously, Legacy Football, which is starting to get um, not only nationally but internationally programming and 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 relationships that have been built with a lot of substance. You know, and, and this is this is what it's about. You got young guys that are have a great skill set that are from all different backgrounds, cultures, diversity, religions, and they come to Detroit. And we worked for like five hours, you know, we kept them at the Henry and Dearborn and then we drove them all around the city of Detroit and we drove them around Dearborn Heights, showed them hype athletics where where I really, you know, my foundation's from and, and actually where, where Mario and I work together and, uh, just showed off the city and, and built a relationship, and it took him to Greek Town and took him to Prime and Proper, and you know, just just gave him a great experience. We even ended up, at, you know, at a Coney Island, which you have to take somebody from out of town, and and we, we stopped by my old neighborhood at about two thirty in the morning and threw the football on my old street where you know I played a lot of ball over twenty one years. So it was just a, one of those really genuine great experiences. And then had him out for a barbecue and met my family, my mother, my child, my wife. And, and had that created that that bond, and, and that's when people go to work for each other. And what I I I, I really related it to Brendan and Vass and was like, it's like that kid on the team that does a lot of work, but he's never working out with his team. Mm. You know, wow. like like yeah, we know he's working, but he's not sacrificing next to me. So. I'm not going to work as hard or I'm not going to bleed or sweat for that guy the yep. same way as the guy that was running next to me hills or or hurting or or sacrificing. And, and and there there there's something to be said for that. So, you know, Mario and I's relationship really takes us back to those hype days and and starting to build trust in each other and accountability and seeing each other's work ethic and, and then each, seeing each other for who they are, that we've we got a good heart. Mm-hmm. and 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 so um that that was an awesome awesome start to uh what's going on now in in Michigan and Canada and New England and Philly and and these new relationships and that alignment right
1: yeah that's how it goes and 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 what it sounds like um for for Jay and I can't wait to 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 dive into this more is um how a relationship like that can can start with a guy like like Herman Moore
0: yeah yeah and 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 so you know to to just recap a little bit I'm you know i get I, I'm in a pretty tough household my brother at the time getting in a lot of trouble I make a decision to go to Catholic Central i I want to leave for two years could not could not stand the the, the, the culture of the place or or relate to the kids and, and then I fall into my own and when you end up winning two state championships. It gives you an equation for success, right? Like you're around it now. Now you know you can achieve it. Like you know, you can overachieve. You can work yourself in into something that that's a great memory and a great experience for you. And that should catapult you. You know, you get to college, you're making knucklehead mistakes. You got girlfriends, you know, it's sometimes not the best thing for you to keep you focused. And, uh, you know, I, I get in, in trouble that makes national news at the same time that we're starting Hype Athletics and and building something from a tragedy that Gus Macker left uh, because of a shooting in in the neighborhood. Um, and, And so when I come home... Coach Max sees me, and he knows what I've been through, and, and, and thank God at that time it wasn't the social media and mass communication that we have now, but it was in the papers. It was on you know Fox Sports Detroit, um, and, and we got in this frat fight, and it was way overblown, and, and, and they took an opportunity for a successful program and some players from there, although I was far from any superstar on the team, but played uh, to, to, to really – you know, teach us a life lesson that, that I'll remember the rest of my life. So I'm in a really bad place. Although you have this hype athletics coming, um, you know, we're, we're building and I graduated from school with good grades. Um, I'm in trouble. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. I, I remember sitting on my couch after graduation up at Grand Valley and my, my family had just left and I was sitting on it. It was a beautiful day. I was in my apartment. The TV was off. It was completely quiet. And I'm like, now what? (laughs) And for you athletes out there, that now what, when it comes, whether it comes after the NFL, after the MLB, after college, division three, division two, after high school, that has been your identity. I think that's why so many athletes go through a lot of depression um, and, and so so that's what I was about to embark on, some depression, a lot of confusion, and not know where I was going. And I'm getting to this because when I got back, I was going to watch Catholic Central at the Old Breakfast Drive practice. And Coach Matt came up to me and said, like, hey, how you doing, Cesante? i seen you've been making some news. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> chuckles. He's got this silent laugh. And I'm like, it's not funny, but, you know, yeah, yeah, coach. Yeah. And uh, he's like, well, I, I'm looking for a JV coach. Uh, I'll see you tomorrow. And walks away from me. I didn't want a coach. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I, I, I definitely wanted to go be a knucklehead more than I wanted to coach or anything that I had to commit to, especially still dealing. And Coach Mac giving me that opportunity when he's no, I'm dealing through some things that are, that are out there. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know if he had been able to do that nowadays. I think right. there would have been too much heat on him. But um, I show up because Coach Mac told me to show up and end up coaching for 15 years. But what that gave me was a shovel <laughs> to get myself out Mm-hmm. Um, um, not to dig in to dig into to what I wanted to do with my life, and, and started giving me some direction. And, and CC was always that for me. It was that discipline. So you know, you you, you fast forward. I, I coach for fifteen years, but I start getting in the industry. I start sports performance training. I'm I'm in, I'm in it with hype, and, and, and then and then you know I I take a hiatus as I'm managing all of these things to to spend some time in the corporate world, which was the most valuable time spent for me. It was my masters in business. I look. I, I believe in school. Like college, the last year and a half was the most beneficial school I've ever had in my life. Uh, CC gave me a lot of discipline on how to take notes, how to listen, how, how to. But but that was real life experience. A master's is great, and I, and I you know definitely applaud anybody who's got it. And, and I, I have some thoughts of going back to school with a different perspective. But um, going into the trenches, into the fire, and learning by experience, and traveling the country, and, and working with this franchise group has allowed to have the knowledge has allowed me to have the knowledge and, and, and guide what we're doing with legacy football. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm going through all this and then we get a grant for 11 million to build the community center. And so now the, now the stars are aligning, right? And we're still far away from even having a brick landed, but you know, running to John Vickers, then brings you on board, you know, your work ethic, how you were early all the time, even though you didn't have a car at the time when you just moved back, it was impressive. And, and then, you know, we're starting to say, okay, I'm I'm seeing what's going on, the 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 development of of football programs in the off season up here compared to what it was in the South, and I'm like, we can do this, and we can do it great, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we can do it for the right reasons, and uh, you know, at that point, you know, we had some things in order, right, Mario? Yeah. I, I mean, when you came in to to, to hype for the first time, refresh my memory of what was the first football thing you engaged in.
1: So the first thing I and this is great to, just to point out that like how the the paths, uh collide and intertwine and flow because I was really impressed and excited about um not knowing what the culture of off-season development football was I, honestly like trying to re-identify myself. And so this thing I walk into um when I meet Justin and we talk um is this a showcase. And I don't know what the showcase is at this point. And this is you know I I've, I I've, I've seen success in the sport. Um, I don't know what a showcase is at this time, but I know um, I have a task at hand and it's football. And after all the failures and searching for identity, it's not playing, but it's the confidence to say, if you can't do this, like, what value did you add or what value did you, did you bring your own life? So I get in there. And and to me, you know, from humble beginnings, you know, we're, we're running this showcase on a basketball court. So. um this this is the first structure that I saw in football off-season development. Before it was, if you had an engaged parent, or if you were the son of a star, or son of a a, a pro player, or you maybe maybe if you went to um, a powerhouse school. But obviously, you know, it it wasn't developed at the time. So I come in and I see this showcase being developed, and um, you know, the day of the showcase comes, and we've got
0: I think eighty to sixty to eighty kids. Yeah, maybe, maybe even maybe, maybe even more. more yeah, the, the first the first camp we ran ten years ago had forty nine kids at it. That showcase though on the mm-hmm. basketball court, yeah. we were at about a one fifty. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Cause we yeah. had we had a solid like and that was my first stint at, at at a mass training with with wide receivers. Um and we had wide wide receivers, we had at least uh yeah, 20, 25, 30, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, we're we were
0: <laughs> so so so, you know, we we go into the showcase. this is like probably the second event hype football at the time, mm-hmm. which, you know, uh it, we have a rant. But we got our shot, so so to take you back, because because this is leading up right at the time that I met Mario, and then I met one of the guys who've been the most loyal and and been with me the longest with with everything was Lewis Adams, who was a you know five star blue chip recruit out of Pontiac, played Oklahoma State, NFL. So I, I have this girl that's starting to get involved with PR with hype and she does things for Herman Moore. And she's like, well, you, you should meet Herman. Obviously he's a football player that, that I always tell the young kids that was our Calvin Johnson and then some, you know, and, uh, and and he's like, yeah, I love them. So I don't think I've ever been so nervous to meet somebody. You know, I remember I met him in Rochester Hills, like at a restaurant and I was like, man, that's Herman Moore. Like, you know, I'm, I'm a football ball advocate, like. Detroit, Pittsburgh, like I, I love all those players that, that that made those programs. And I meet Herman he's down to earth and he's genuine and he sees I'm young and fired up. And uh he wants to get me involved in this free camp that he's running at uh, Ultimate Soccer Um that's gonna have like three hundred plus kids and it's to promote this new software that he has to help recruiting. Mm. So I'm like, anything I can do. And he's like, Well, I got this guy that's already running it. Um, but you know, i want you to be there and and be involved. Well, a week before this camp, right, and you got to imagine we probably ran one camp at Hype, like we ran some youth camps, we knew we, we were we had a plan, a game plan and an execution ready to be prepared. but he calls me up a week before and says, "This guy dropped the ball on me. I have no bus, I have no shirts, I have no combine equipment, electric, nothing. Mm. Can you do anything for me?" i said, i am going to do all of it for you mm-hmm. and we hang up the phone, and i'm like. Oh, shit. They're, yeah. In one week, so call CC up. How can I get a bus? How can we use our insurance rider? Blah, blah, blah. Sure. Who, who can I find a sponsor who can do me a favor to get these shirts for free and get them printed? Uh, I remember driving out to John Mueller who has a business out on the east side, and, and he took care of those for us. I went around about two CrossFits and and then Vickers helping uh, get you know these electronic timers and 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 vertical machines and all of that. And I show up and really, you know, right then showed, I don't know if you want to call it value, but showed that you're willing to work to provide and build a relationship. And that's where I met Lewis Adams. And so, um, you know, for for that, that catapulted because I saw a mass camp. I saw how it was ran. I saw the value that we could have brought. I saw what things I would have done different. And, 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 but, but that brought one of the, biggest relationships in my life through Lewis and Herman and Herman since then has been a, a friend uh, a mentor um and an influence um on everything that we do um and, and he's about to be involved in this all-star game him and Joik Bell this upcoming year but it's, it was it was an awesome catapult of confidence like Herman Moore is now stamping your name and that, I don't know that might not mean something to everybody out there but to me it, it doesn't matter like to me, and I know my uncle, who's a big Lions fan. Like yeah. he, he's a guy that that that's said, you know, that's my guy. Yeah. Like, like I'll go into battle with him.
1: Yeah, and and, and 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 it's a great point to point out. It needs to be pointed out that it it shouldn't or or it doesn't have to be mean something to everybody. Um, and that's the point. Almost part of the point of the podcast is like you you in the grand scheme, you get this like everybody cares about this one thing: motivational speaking um, from some billionaire millionaire with a thousand. Uh, opportunities of access and, and and means and and but when when you're from Detroit and you grow up in the 90s and you're into football because you gotta love football because at that time you've got the top three receiver in the NFL for a solid eight years, um and the number one running back in the NFL and you're losing so the yeah. only thing that you got is this amazing amazing athlete for him to stamp you and again let's rewind to where Justin and I come from. So we're not even supposed to be in the room with guys like this. We've watched guys like this. So yeah, it it it, it might as well be it, it
0: is Jerry Rice for us. Yeah, no doubt. You know. Yeah. No doubt. And and, and the you know, Herman saw that we weren't doing it to be like, you know, jock sniffers, right? right? Like like we were doing this because like we really had a heart for it. And we wanted to do things the right way. We we and we were about our business and we were about our impact. And, 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 and there, there's business and impact everybody, whether you're, you're working with kids or you're a psychologist or you're a dentist, like you have to have resource to provide real quality impact. And so that was the first opportunity that I was able to provide some resource and he was be able to apply to platform and it came together to really spark. We can do this. Yeah. And, and, and it was awesome. And so going into that showcase, we had division two, II, division three, NAIA colleges, Uh, brought them in we had kids running out routes um into uh basketball rims i i I remember the liability there i think some kid knocked himself out on an out route like but we pulled it off like the coaches were on the track it was organized there were Energy, like for me, presentation and energy can get you through a lot. Like mm-hmm. if you're organized and prepped, it's going to show through. Like whether it's Coach Mack or Brian Kelly or Herman Moore or Rodney Goble or Baron Flannery, some guys that I, I I've you know always talked to Pat Green and and really asked their advice in business. You know Greg Long, who who is my my boss at American Franchise Systems presentation and energy like that passion. And we talked about that last episode Mm -hmm. is going to get you through as long as that passion is accompanied by some type of game plan that you can execute. You, you have to work behind it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's working uh, smarter rather than working harder. Um, and you got to have that. And that's the, some of the bumps that we learned about, but I find it really interesting, Jay, that like of the levels of relationship building and the levels of, of finding out or answering the call. Um, you know for 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 me when I met you it was this is what I need didn't have a didn't have a coach's network to to to, to, a pot to piss in no coach's network no anything I just moved back because i was wanted to, i really ran from football I was in Pittsburgh and everybody was like at Robert Morris I went to a division one double a and at that time it's like everybody thinks that you're gonna do this thing and so they see you as this thing so I ran from that I meet Justin and he's like all right uh, just you, I need wide receivers, but, I, you know, go reach out to these coaches. We want to get this out to players. Okay. <laughs> similar to Coach Mac, similar to Herman Moore. Okay. And I go home and I'm like, all right, how? <laughs> all I know is I, I have a phone that can email. So I didn't have a computer. I didn't bring a computer back with me. I have a phone that can email. And I'm going to go back through my mental Rolodex of my experiences. And hopefully I, I impact, oh, my impact or someone else's impact on me makes them answer my email. And so just that that oh shit moment. That Jay had when when Herman Moore, it's like the levels of connection and the levels of of uh, being ready for the moment. Like that's kind of what actually turns the corner um, in these times, these dark times where you're like, "All right, I have to meet it or I'm going to
0: stay in this this dark time. Yeah. And people look that, that opportunity knocks. Opportunity does not knock. You need to put irons in the fire. Like I just put an iron in the fire last night at one in the morning on Instagram to the first ever uh, woman NFL coach. I saw she's doing a flag football program. I sent her a video of our seven on seven. I would love to do uh, a girl you know young ladies seven on seven in clubs. Like that's our structure. We do very well in our curriculum, in our management through A to Z, and, and that's, that's our backbone. But I'm gonna sit around and wait for Herman Moore to call me. Who am I? Am mm-hmm. I might sit around for uh you know uh uh Bill Emerson from Bedrock to 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 come to an idea with me when he's managing a billion dollar what you know mm-hmm. like like uh you know if if Al Glick's people are out at Mike Martin's camp am I going to wait for them to come up and talk to me or am I going to go talk to them and introduce myself look them in the eye have conviction show off what we we're doing and what we're doing well for the kids and then that leads into to to running his camp for 2 years like, like you have to create opportunity. You cannot be bottled up or I'm, I'm not lucky or he knows everybody or he's, he, he, he had an in that, that that's what, what we're trying to talk about is no, we didn't mm-hmm. actually, it was just the opposite. We probably had no business sitting there. We, we didn't have an in, <laughs> um, and, and create your own ends. You know, you got to create your brand. You have to have something. Uh, you have to have some asset or value or skill set, and everybody does. Yeah, you know that they do. And if you have that in your heart, you want to start something, a business, and in, in anything, uh, or or you want to do something as a hobby that that can turn into a business. But whatever really is your passion and, and drives you and makes your 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 blood pump right, your your heart go. Uh, you but, but go put it out there. You can't be bottled up and expect to create a network and and create opportunities for you, and, and, and it just doesn't happen that way.
1: It doesn't go that way, and it's funny because, um, part of part of what I do is working with kids. Like sports was is 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 and remains my platform. Um, my passion is is youth development. Um, it's people in general, but like youth, because start with the youth, you, you get to a certain age, you're going to do what you're going to do, right? So, you know, start with the youth. And um, a lot of the times I talk to these these kids that are similar to, to me and my experience, um, and I, one of the first uh, things I try to get them to understand about um, creating opportunity is the opposite of that is being the guy who said he played next to the guy <laughs> that's doing something. And we all know I call them the, the the stoop guys, the guys on the porch that would rather tell you they played next to that guy and he wasn't that good, or I was as good as him. And that's the work that they're gonna put in is always being connected to, instead of being the person that did the work to go whatever in whatever avenue you you were gonna go into. So that's kind of where where I take um creating your own opportunities is that it doesn't have to be the same opportunity, but it, you you not doing anything guarantees you sitting on the stoop and talking about the life uh, around you and how it's passing you by.
0: It's guarantees. I, I was interviewing this young young kid that wanted to get involved with Legacy Football. And I was in one of my moods. We were in the office. And I said, you know, I said, man, you, you know you have a problem with your, your your generation being the old guy, right? Like the guy that, <laughs> that ran to school with no shoes on, with 10 below. I said, uh, I said, you guys don't got any game. He's like, what do you mean I don't got any game? I said, you don't have any game. I said, for instance, when I was younger, I saw a girl. I had to go talk to her and give her the best representation of myself right then. Mm-hmm. Like I knew how to build a relationship. I had to. There was no Facebook. There was no way to track her down. That was it. I was never going to see her again. So I said, "You guys don't have that 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 presentation. You don't have that salesmanship. You 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 don't have that 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 go getter mentality, that hustle." And and you know maybe he did. I, I was giving him a hard time, and I said, "You know, and he was a young kid. That I I think is going to do well." I said, I've sat in a room in the last year with three billionaires with a B. Mm-hmm. I, I, know, I know businessmen that don't know billionaires. Right. Single kid, uh, single mother household, kid from West Side Detroit. What do I have? Any business? And I'm in the sports industry, so it's not like I'm in something that really could benefit that billionaire other than a relationship. Right. But it's, we've been consistent in what we do and they respect that. And I found my niche within whatever their vested interests were to fit into that world and have a relationship with a billionaire. Now, money does not impress me because there's a lot of people that have a lot of money and have no relationships and they're miserable. Mm -hmm. My definition of success is the positive impact you have on others. And that's Yourself is going to be included because if you don't have positive impact and relationships with others, you are going to most likely be miserable. <laughs> so it's not that, hey, I'm sitting with billionaires looking at me, Just Sante from nothing. It, it wasn't about that. It was about our brand. It was about the people who built it up. And it's about we had enough respect to sit at that table. Mm-hmm. So if we're sitting at that table, why can't we sit at any table? Right. Because that's, that's what we're saying, right? Because uh, and and I love
1: that we get to talk about this Jay because we're always to and fro with the work that we never really get to sit down and talk like this this is great um is that like uh, society if we we have to admit that society says money is value right that's where that's the compartmentalization i i I have with money like yeah I, I know it can't give me happiness, but it has a metric for me in my head it has a metric it's like okay, if someone who is is not You know, tapped into their their passion and stuff. If they see money, they see like this person is either good at something or people value them. I'm actually learning that more and more from business. The bottom line, right? Uh, We talk about this pretty often. Like the bottom line, like context is great to some. The bottom line is great to everyone. (laughs) You know what I mean? No doubt. So like attaching yourself, just to piggyback off what Jay is talking about, to be in that room means something to everyone. And you have to be able to make that statement so that, you knowing you're the passionate person that's gonna do the right thing, that's gonna put the time in, that's gonna create more relationships. That's a, that that's needed validation. We're not chasing the money, we're not chasing the money table, but that sitting at a table full of money still means a heck of a lot.
0: Yeah, and, and I and I agree, man. Like I I, I want to make sure I have enough money to support my family, so I don't have to worry about that, and I can worry about what I want to do. And that that that's build programs, impact kids, build careers for people who believe in the same vision as you. Um, but yeah, obviously that money's important also to build resource. So that, that, that's always a, a, a taboo or, you know, especially with working with kids, Yep. <laughs> if you're charging money or oh, you don't really care about the kids, no, if you're charging money and if you're giving back three times the value of that money, then you, there's no money tree. And that, that's been one of the hardest things transitioning from starting a, a nonprofit out of your front room, being a little office Greenfield in Michigan, moving to $11 million complex. Uh, you know, border Detroit, Dearborn Heights, and then being at a, a 90 acre complex is people don't know that story. Mm-hmm. And, and that they look at this complex and see a money tree in the back, which just doesn't exist. Yeah. You know, we all operate under our own uh, accord. Yeah. Um, But but yeah, I, I mean, it's a million percent, right? If you're out there, okay, and you are starting something just because you're looking at the money, I would say 90% of you are going to fail. If that's what's just driving you, and, and and I'm not saying you're gonna fail with money, <laughs> I say you're gonna fail with what happiness you're gonna find later in life. Like th- that's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've I've driven to the rat race. Like if you're chasing something you're truly passionate about, or that 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 makes you wake up and keeps you up at night, that money's gonna come. Like yeah, you're gonna have to balance budgets, and you're gonna have to look at how. You, of course, like that 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 shouldn't have to be said, but. Go find that. If you're close in two things and it looks like, hey, well, I can make 100000 now, but I can do what I really love, making 50000 go do what you love. It, it, you might make only 100000 in the next five years, and maybe in that job you would have made $150,000, but your happiness, are you going to sacrifice that? Every time. You know, you know you're know, you not going to sacrifice your happiness for uh you know knowing you were going to make a, a couple more dollars over a span of life and and then what doors are going to open up because you're passionate mm-hmm. like i i i message that lady because i'm on the football stuff because i'm passionate about football and i'm looking what's going on and i want to you know wow that would be really like i'm inspired by what she's doing with these young ladies and it was awesome right you know so that's what not a well man well, if, if we got a camp of uh or a club with 15 more girls. And then we, we expand <laughs> yeah, right. that across the country and you times that by 300. And, <laughs> exactly. oh, you know, that's, that's, that's not why yeah. the way you're wired, you know, yeah. at least not me.
1: Yeah. That sounds good. I mean, it, to, to recap a little bit before, we, before we get, get out of here is like, so we're you're building relationships without the relationships. You've, you've really got nothing. Um, And that's, that's episode one. Right? But now we're talking about meeting the opportunity. And and not and meeting the opportunity, creating the opportunity, and then when you create the opportunity, um, standing up inside the opportunity that that was created. You can't say you can say oh shit. You can the the beads of sweat can drop down your head. Whatever that needs needs to happen needs to happen, but you got to execute at that point. You've got to execute, and that's when the relationships will kick back in. Every time, every time I've fallen, and I've, <laughs> I I I'm falling more than I'm I'm. I, I would like to say, um, I'm, I'm getting used to ex- talking about how, how often I fall, you know, because it matters in, in the grand scheme of thing. Every time I fall, it's relationships that catapult me
0: back, uh, catapult me forward.
1: Once I've made the decision to stand up inside my my own uh, my own fall. Like, get right back up.
0: If, if failure is the mother of all success, if, if you take that failure and use it for the positive direction and energy, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and that's the thing. Like, there's just a lot of people that are either into in, insecure or they just like patting themselves on the back that they're just always going to talk about what they've done good, their successes. Mm-hmm. And, and that's fine. You have to talk about both to know that you can get there. Mm-hmm. But you came from something. Even, even trust fund babies, even, you know, they're going to go through their own adversity, other than might be a molehill to us, not a mountain. It's, it's, it's their own adversity. Just because people have money or come from money or come from nothing, they still have struggles. They feel emotions, adversity. um, And and there's going to be those things that you face. Um, You know, we talked about passion. Being a great foundation. We talked about work ethic and that you cannot work your mistakes, yep. you cannot work stupidity, you cannot work talent, um, you cannot work intelligence even, but you should transition yourself from working smarter than harder. And I think we're doing that right now with Legacy. Yep. I mean, we just had a, a five hour meeting about our game plan and, and, and putting it down on paper and putting in the software and, and executing tasks and who's assigned to those tasks that, that the devil's in the details that that's meticulous. It, mm-hmm. It's hard, mm-hmm. especially guys that are from the sports world. You're wired different. You don't want to yeah. sit there and do that. that. That's like that corporate feel to it, yep. you know, but you have to do it to be successful and really, really have uh, the audacity to, to say this is our vision and we're going to accomplish it. Right. Um, and, and then, and then the relationships that we talked about today, mm-hmm. um, you know, with a little bit of time left, you know, I, I want to talk about um, one of our guest speakers we're going to have on who owns Pylon 7-on-7. Um, mm-hmm. seven seven. Yeah. And uh, Pylon 7-on-7 seven seven is is one of the largest platforms in the world. They have a 200-team uh, 7-on-7 um, seven seven tournament in Las Vegas. And so I was watching them on social media as I was uh, first coming up with this idea of club football and creating an in-state league and bringing some of the integrity of competition uh, without the travel aspect and, and, and the cost of that and make it more cost-efficient, still competitive. And then not only that, but adding more fundamental practice to it, recruiting, education platform. And, and then we came up with this this program that has been awesome and the impact has been phenomenal. Um, you know, Baron Flannery and, and one thing he said to me on his trip to Detroit changed my life. And uh, first of all, I, I, I hit Baron up on Facebook. They said, hey, man, you know, I love what you do, respect your guys' platform, you know, uh, love to have you some questions and, and talk to you on the phone. Him and I got on the phone, started chopping it up, and I was like, hey, man, you know, what about maybe bringing something to Detroit or Michigan? I didn't really have a game plan. I just wanted to get him there to pick his brain. Yeah. And so at the time, uh the Detroit Sports Commission, who I'm very still close with, uh, you know, uh, Dave Beach. Now I was like, I was like, you know, this guy has the ability, which I knew he did. He had the capability of bring a huge event to Detroit. You know, can we bring him up? So, so they're able to get him up and and keep him in a hotel. And and I, I you know, we're we're at hype. We're we're building this eleven million dollar facility, but it's with a grant. It's not like we're we're rolling in any kind of dough. Right. You know, as the brokest I've ever been in my life, um, it, it, parallel to college. Yeah. Um. And so uh, I get Baron up here for a week and this is right when i met legacy so i i you know i'm am from i'm from the i'm from the state of michigan in, in the the metro detroit area man like I, I this is where i'm from this is this is who i am so it just gave him a great tour of everything and he got to see hype and he got to see legacy and he got to hear the vision of what's going on and what i want to do and, and, you know, he was just giving me a lot of good advice and invited me to come out and work different aspects of his, his tournaments. So I could learn how to field manage, how to handle registration, how to activate, like he didn't have to do that, paid for my trips. You know, I, I, I said, man, just pay for me, get me out there. I'll work for free that mm-hmm. bring me out there. I went out to California, but our relationship started there and we started figuring out we're from the same cut of cloth that move mm-hmm. a lot alike. And and I really liked him And I brought him into my house for dinner uh, at the time I was in a condo in Plymouth and we're sitting there and we're eating salmon. My wife's a great cook. So, you know, I I, I knew, hey, man, I'm going to really keep this guy here maybe another week you, you feed him good. <laughs> and uh, we're sitting there and I say, hey, Baron, you know, like, it's awesome what you do. And we've had great conversation. You got to see the city and all, my network and relationships and, and, and our, you know, really understand the vision now. I was like, but what else do you do? Like, like w- w- what do you do for a living? Yeah because i i didn't comprehend that at the time we were doing hype but football wasn't like anything close to being able to do as a career yeah. and uh he said what he said he looked at me and he tilted his head and said this is what i do <laughs> and and i was floored i was sitting at my kitchen table i looked at him i just saw the conviction he, he was almost insulted yeah and he said yeah. this is what i do and right at that moment i said Aaron's talented. He's a but we're 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 sometimes looking in the mirror. I say if he can do it, I can do it. At that at that point, I made a decision uh, that 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 this offseason football and what we do is what what I'm going to do for my life. And and, you know, uh, hopefully, I find guys like Mario and Lewis Adams and Cody Patton to 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 roll. You know, roll roll with the Herman Moore and you know the guys who really put in a lot of time. Um, So it was just an awesome one of those things that came to fruition with a, a relationship that really it was a turning point. It, it it was the change in my life and the change in the career that, that I needed and the conversation that had happened that I, I'll always value.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's exciting to have, to have Baron on because it, it, it's fun for me to talk about because I, I, I get to hear these things from Justin for the first time. I've heard that story, but the conviction in which he talks about it, but also how I enter the, the, the space is, you know, it's all. I'm. I'm. I'm in awe of what Baron does and what Justin has done, you know. So being able to to pick Baron's brain, knowing uh, Justin intimately, is going to be great, because there are things that that I see now. You know, uh, Justin's older than me, not that much older, but he's older than me. <laughs> solid, solid, whatever amount of years. So there's a connection I have with this this upcoming group that I see in them. That if we don't. If we don't pass down um, what we're getting to this cut of cloth this this these folks that are the same cut of cloth as us the Brendan's the the Vassars you know
0: the, the aois yeah
1: yeah like the massacre can can what what are we what are we doing that's the impact and and so to, to be able to, to get to Baron's mind and tap into that brain and with the intent of taking it back to these guys who could never it would be more work to try to explain to them the the creation of seven on seven. Than to get them to understand what Barron thinks, like it would be more work th- than than doing the work we do now, just to explaining the origins, you know. So um, that's gonna be great. And also, it reminds me of of how important it is to activate some of those opportunities for um, our guys. One of the biggest things that that I was able to learn um, about the relationships that I have with people that are are looking to you to grow from is is the presentation and, and the showmanship, but also the the courtesy and 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 really really being a brother to somebody it's an overused word at this point thanks to you know the internet and all that stuff but when we come out to michigan i've done justin a terrible service every time he's come to uh, he came to boston by the way is that true <laughs> but when the, those guys come to michigan and justin was so adamant that like when we bring the the massachusetts kids up to michigan they have to have the best experience of their life it impacts the kids and the coaches to see what we're trying to do it, it absolutely changes the wiring in the brains and the impact like that's actually impact. So when you, you get to move them into these scenarios that they're going to go craving, craving to create opportunity now, because I can't believe because um, based off of this weekend, we I, I pick up the guys we, we took. They took an early flight back to Massachusetts today um, on on the ride back. They They went they love Detroit by the way, nothing but great things to say about. It. They said they can't wait to come back. We're eating downtown um and they said they spent hours, hours after going through budgets after they're talking about their lives now. how can we like how can we use this information to better set up our lives like we we can do better as people individually. And start to organize our life so that we can do this thing and be better at this thing that we know we love, that we know we're in for the right reasons. And that without, you know, letting go of the rest of the stuff that's kind of holding them back, they can't do the, the actual thing that they love. Okay. And it, 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 cr- it creates an opportunity to be closer to who you are. Like it, it, that dark time... It, it, you're gonna. It, it illuminates that dark time. Like I know exactly why I had to go through that. Connected with these people, and I have to cho- a choice to make. And it's a, amazing to see people making the choice. And you know, the, the Justin and I aren't famous people, but you can see it's the same impact. Like that is life changing. What's going on in their heads right now is life
0: changing soul searching Mm -hmm. and 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 to be able to provide that that experience and it's not because you're doing it because you know it's going to have results you're doing it because that's what you'd want somebody to do for you and and that's what people have done for you to put you in position to be where you're at today i you know to wrap up you know mario's wearing a shirt that says family i'm wearing a shirt that says we're more than conquerors you know i think that sums up a lot about what we're about yeah like (laughs) But we're not trying to conquer. We're trying to impact, and we're going to do it with family. Yeah, built the change co- podcast, awesome, awesome. Uh, appreciate uh, the hospitality today. Uh, hopefully, our new home, Detroit Sports Podcast Network. Um, appreciate everything, uh, listeners out there, and uh, you know, be the change you want to see. You know, pick up, just take one day at a time. Don't let it overwhelm you. But make sure you're working while you're doing it. Talk to you guys soon.